There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to the Fangirl Zone. I am Sean Fangirl S and today we are talking good omens. So that could only mean one thing. My amazing co-host, Gomez Not Adams is with me. You're going to make me blush, but hello. We get to talk episode four. Saturday morning fun time. Saturday morning fun time. (laughs) I feel like there should have been way more cartoons in this episode. You know, you would think, but no. (laughs) But alas, not. No. But as always, we start with what are we drinking today? I am drinking a Stone Agronomist IPA. Featuring Citrus Sabro and HBC 692 hops from Peralt Farms as part of their Farm to Can release. That sounds so environmentally friendly. And only 7% uh, ABV. I failed to put Zombie Killer in the fridge to cool. So <gasps> I ended up with the old standby Maker's Mark bourbon number 46. In with some cherry Pepsi in my pop. Soda. <laughs> That's a whole nother argument. Alright, let's go through the little synopsis we have for episode 4. Azarafel and Crawley's friendship is tested to the limit as their superiors catch up with them. Armageddon starts in earnest with the Antichrist's powers wreaking havoc across the globe. Yes! It sounds so crazily ominous. I didn't feel like it was bad, some of the stuff. Not till the end. Poor fishermen. Oh, well. I mean, depending on how much sympathy you have for whale fishers, probably not much. But we had two little Doctor Who connections this episode. The beginning where we get Captain Vincent, who stumbles upon the lost continent of Atlantis, which is rather odd. David Morrissey, who was in the season with David Tennant. Ah, Which I'm like, I love that they keep doing this. Are they mean to or not? And then later when they were talking about aliens visiting and the one little kid's like, oh, maybe they'll just be like, exterminate. I'm like, Dr. O! Absolutely. So, well, I mean, yeah, when you, when you, when you figure that this I, this was in conjunction with the BBC, right? I know. But still and there are, are only, I mean, you, you hate to say it so much, but I mean, there are only so many British actors. <laughs> At least it seems that way, right? I know. They're always in everything. They, they pop up knows. everywhere. Somehow it's they like, did not make it all over to uh, Game of Thrones, though. I know who that person is. Right. Are you sure? Are you sure they didn't? Uh, yeah. Are you really yeah, sure? Yeah, because a couple of them were actually kind of ticked. Because they're like, I didn't even get to be in the background. You had Ed Sheeran in there, but I didn't even oh, get man, to be Oh, man, that pissed off so many people. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, so strange things are afoot. Yes. I love that they kind of just, like, go out in the woods and hang out. Yes. That is awesome. I kind of wish I had, like, an awesome little fort like that, which not exactly a fort, but it's all it's all awesome and fun and games until I mean, Adam not... starts going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Well, I mean, power goes to his head. What are you going to do when you're 11 years old and you find out, I can control the world? <laughs> 
And I love that they finally started to mention things. Like we hear the radio and you mm-hmm. hear about the nuclear power plant. Still putting out power, but nothing's there. Yes. And, and then you got Captain Vincent with Atlantis. Yes. And then, oh, hey, we should save the whales. Like all of them, because they're so cool. They have big brains and they sing. And I love the little girl who all of a sudden is like, wait a minute. What's so cool about being a whale? They just swim all day and sing and eat. Oh, hey, wait a minute. I want to be a whale. Right. Exactly. It's like, save the whale. Now, I was trying to figure out, and I know this is going to sound really stupid. Like, I know it's going to sound stupid coming out of my mouth, but I'm still going to say it. Like, the ship, at first, when they're like, this is not a whaling vessel. It's like, is okay. it really not? Well, so until recently, Japan did scientific research oh. to justify its whaling habits. Okay. And they were scientifically researching whales by killing them. Until fairly recently where they just decided, you know what? We see what the United States is doing with its environmental policies. So we're going to say, fuck it. We're back. Yeah. Let's not talk about that because something new just passed today, which super pissed me off. But that's a whole other story. But regardless. So, but yes. So Japan would frequently put out scientific research vessels that were in fact whaling ships. Okay. That's why I was like, okay, is it supposed to be like, in quotes, like, it's not a whaling ship or what the deal was? Yeah. Got it. Peacekeeping force. Yeah. (laughs) And we also see Tibetans digging tunnels. And I love it that they're taking tea time. What the hell are we doing here? Like, I don't know. We're just here now. (laughs) Like this. It's like I was selling tickets at the station and suddenly I'm here. And now I'm underground in England having to listen to stupid British people. (laughs) Worst work assignment ever. Right? It's like, wow, I hope I get mileage for this thing. I don't know. Seriously. And then we get the delivery driver again. Yes, we do. And it took me a minute. I kept looking at his wife, Maud, and I'm like, all right, was she part of Doctor Who? I had to look it up. She was actually, if you remember way back to the first Resident Evil, which a lot of people panned, but I actually loved. She was the woman in the elevator who was trying to squeeze through and then off with yeah. her head. See, the the one thing that pissed me off about that one was that they killed off Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, well, yeah. I like that. That annoyed me. But, I mean, as a whole, I liked it as a video game movie. But that's a whole different podcast. No, I understand. But I'm just... <laughs> anyway. Stop killing off the tough chick. Right? It's happened so... I mean, obviously, hey, Modder's trying to squeeze her way through a little tiny space. Right. Although it did kind of irk props me. To you, props to you for remembering that, for dragging that down, by the way. <laughs> it was driving me crazy, because I'm like, I, why do I know her face? I know that face, and it was going to make me nuts. So, yes, I did love it. But he, of course, was like, wait, what do you mean you're working on a Saturday? He's like, I only have two deliveries. This will be quick. Uh-huh. And on one sure. hand, I'm like, oh, crap, we're getting both at one time. And on the but other hand, I'm like, Are it's they- episode four. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, they kind of had to start moving it along. Absolutely. And I do like that we get sort of like the, the um, what's going on in heaven, unbeknownst to Crowley and Aziraphale. Oh, yeah. That apparently a lot of people have people on the other side that they talk to. Well, yeah, back channel. Yes. And, and, she's, like, in the, and she's in the stairway having the conversation. <laughs> like, Yeah, because God can't see you. Right, right, right. And I love it. We don't Come have on. back channels. It's like, okay, shifty nah, eye, shifty I... eye. And what was Gabriel suddenly down there running? What was that about? He's pretending to be human. Humans run. Yeah, I love the little uh, wings on his shirt, too. I don't know if you noticed that. Yep. And uh, poor Michael That was fun. And, the, and, the, and his purple eyes. I didn't even catch that. 
Probably because I'm like looking at everything else. Like, what am I missing? Exactly. Is there a bell running course, in dress shoes? And of course, Kecto. Crowley's eyes are still the best. Yes, there's. I don't know. How, I'm assuming those are contacts when he's not wearing the sunglasses, of course. Yes. But oh god, those have to be painful. And, uh, and obviously, oh, you see some of the cosplay that people have been doing with that as well. I have not. No. Oh yeah. Twi- Good Omen's Twitter has been heavy, hot and heavy with cosplay. Ooh, Lots I, of Crowley. I will have to look that up. Lots of cross-dressing Crowley, but uh, well, who's really surprised by that? Right, because, hello, first of all, Crowley, it's David Tennant. There's a lot of people who basically cosplay anything David Tennant is, so. This is very true. <laughs> and it's but, Crowley. Yeah, but it, it, and lots of, of Crowley is Arafel parents, absolutely. Oh, anyway. I'm so surprised. And especially Not in a- this episode, when much later in the episode, we get, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, just come come with me. We'll go anywhere. We'll go to this constellation. I will be in the stars and I won't think of you for a minute, angel. And then random yep. guy on the street. Oh, I was in a relationship like that. You don't need that. Even random person on the street shipping no. there. <laughs> the he knows. And, all right. Everybody can see it. Everybody. I'm throwing this out. And I'm sure this is not even true. That random person on the street could have actually been God talking to him at, at one point. Could have been, or it could just be that bloody obvious to everybody who's not named Crowley and Aziraphale. <laughs> oh, that's probably more like it. So, anyway. And strictly speaking, as a guy, we tend to be really clueless about these things. <laughs> I'm not sure if they like me or not. I mean, I'm, they're just hanging around me all the time and want to be with me, but... And, <laughs> Want to do stuff with me, but no, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they just like me as a friend. Uh, and sometimes that's true, but sometimes you can't see yeah. the forest for the trees, so. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Adam starts to talk about all the crackpot theories, which I think are hilarious, and they decide to make a visit to the local witch. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. To go talk it's... about more magazines. Absolutely. Because we have to know what else is going on in the world. Yes. I find it amusing because she offers the kids candy and we get, I don't take candy from witches until one of them takes candy. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I mean, if you're a friend, I guess it's okay. I mean, it's not like it's Hansel and Gretel. She's not ready to throw y'all in the oven. Exactly. Come on. She's a good witch. (laughs) I I was waiting for more of the Monty Python jokes to come out. Oh, yeah, they didn't really. But she's an occultist. Okay, get it right. Totally different. Yes, exactly. Never mind that she's related to Agnes Nutter, who was a proud witch. Yes, she was right out there with everything new and all. But she 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 flew her freak flag high. (laughs) She helped people. What do you want? Until they were going to burn her, and then she's like, "Fuck you! I'm taking you with me." (laughs) This is what you get for being dicks. Anyway, we get to meet Pollution, who apparently has taken over for the retired Pestilence. Absolutely. And they actually go into a little bit in the book about why Pestilence Head was no longer around. Really? Because with the advent of the polio vaccine and other vaccines, Pestilence really felt like his time had come and gone. Because when the the book was written, I mean, a lot of that was true. Yes. And, And I feel like that was like, I feel like almost like Pestilence would be like, you know what? I just needed to wait 20 years. Yeah. I'm making a comeback. Pollution and pestilence can like kind of duke it out right now for who's going to be on top. Absolutely. That's again another podcast where we put on some tinfoil hats and explore. We'll see how that plays out. And we get death, which yes. it was a little sad. 
how the delivery had to be made to death. But not not completely unsurprising. Yeah, but still. It's like he read his instructions and he's like, This is gonna suck. Yeah. It's like, can you sign here? That's what I was expecting, honestly. But it was voiced by Brian Cox. Why does he play such a good bad guy? It's that voice. He's just always... I don't care if he's ever a good guy. He's just always a bad guy. Yeah, I understand. It works. And his final message to our poor delivery man, don't think of it as dying. Think of it as leaving early. Being the rush. It's like, uh, I don't know how I feel everybody, about this. <laughs> guess what? We're, everybody's going to die. Yeah. I don't know. How did you feel about, not that in particular, but like how it transitions and we get Crowley like looking at the planet and actually what seems like him talking to God. Possibly. I mean, he's really just talking to himself. I thought it actually worked out really well. And um, and you get the sense that Crowley is kind of after he's out for himself, first and foremost. I mean, if the world gets blown up, eh, it's bad. But if he's not on it, how bad is it really? What he really cares about, though, is Aziraphale, right? Yes. And, and he, the last thing he wants to do is lose his hero fail. That's why I feel like he was actually talking to God. Because you know, he's like, all I had to do was be a good demon and not ask questions and do this. But you're testing them. I get that. But you shouldn't test them to destruction. So, well, but, but the question is, is he talking to God and can God hear him anymore if he's, if he's fallen, right? Oh, interesting. It, or, or, I mean, God might be able to hear him, but he might not be able to hear God in return. Okay, okay. Now we're getting into theological debate. Very much so. Uh, uh, I mean, you have to realize that as a fallen angel, he no longer is blessed by the light of heaven. But Aziraphale is. Correct. But these two have been put together since the beginning. So maybe this was the plan all along. It's possible. Uh, you want to say something? I know you do. You want to tell me something that I don't know yet? And I'm going to be good and not spoil. <sighs> Spoilers, sweetie. Spoilers. <laughs> Okay, well, let's head over to the Middle East, where we're supposed to be actually meeting. Having the war! The Antichrist, which I find. This is where the war is supposed to kick off! Yes, I found this kind of funny, because we have... It's not like poo! (laughs) But we have the demon (laughs) pester. Yes. The Duke of Hell, who is just always pissed off at everybody. Correct. Who's being told the plan by three demons that happen to be one demon? I That's how it kind of looked. Like, because every time he killed one off. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm not laughing at you anymore. (laughs) But he gets to meet Warlock. And then he gets to get really pissed off. Because, yes, Warlock said he he smells like poo. But there's no dog. Where's the hellhound? The hellhound. What is happening? Why are you not manifesting? I love it. What what are the voices saying? They say you smell like boo. <laughs> like, and cue his annoyance. I don't understand. You're supposed to be the Antichrist. What? What? And it kind of makes me wonder what he did because next. I mean, he's just gone. Like he leaves yes. them there. Are they still alive? Did he kill them? What the hell happened? He probably just left them alone. <laughs> it's like it's like not even worth my time. He's just like ranting and raving at this point. Yes. But we get to see where apparently Crowley's like, well, fuck it, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm going to go see a movie, and this weird movie is, like, animated bunnies. Yeah, and, test, and the demons pop up in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> Which was hilarious, and the demon 
even has his frog on his head. Yep. And the best part is, as he's pointing his hands, because he's just kind of ranting, the frog is doing the same thing. That is commitment, okay? (laughs) They did not have to do that, because I'm assuming that was... It looks like claymation. I don't know. It was made to look like claymation. I don't think it was actually claymation, though. I thought that was great. But it's still... They could have just left the frog, like, holding onto his head, and, like, no big deal. Yep. No, 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 they, they go all out, and then he slaughters the bunny on his way out. <laughs> and the other bunny's like, I don't know what happened. Right? Just like, He's dead. Yeah. I was waiting to see him just hop off or something. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what was he watching? I wish it was something I knew. That's what yeah, I, I think, think it, made it funnier. Yeah, no, I think it was just like a callback to um, sort of like the British animation, or was it Wallace and Gromit oh, type of stuff? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Yes. So... <laughs> So so then we have Anathema and Newt and Pulsifer meeting up. Oh yes, because of a prophecy. A prophecy. Which when I first see when they finally showed like the front of his car, I'm like, what is wrong with this car? Not- it only has the wheel in the front. Yeah, I'm like, it was weird. Prophecy was interesting, and apparently the prophecies got a little more interesting with those two. I don't know how I'd feel about a great ancestor of mine knowing exactly when and where I was gonna hook up. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's good that it was only one. I'm hoping she didn't prophesize everybody's hookup because, oh my gosh. You will have bad sex. (laughs) You will be be left feeling unsatisfied. It's like, oh, oh, this is not good. Worst prophecy ever. (laughs) It's like, okay, how do you get that out of your head, like, ever? Especially since she's been being taught these prophecies since she was how old? Like, and these are the adult prophecies. You get to learn about them when you're 18. Right. And these are specifically about you. So think about it. Then her mom always knew what was going to happen. Oh, oh, awkward. Yes. Every witch down the line knew when and where she was getting it on. Exactly. I mean, anyway, I've got explicit detail. It was slightly detail, but... vague. The fires stoke other than mine. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay. I have no idea. No clue. I'm just going to go with maybe you feel better that it was a little vague and not like full on explicit kind of. And here's the illustrated guy. <laughs> oh, God. Under bed. And yeah, the world's going to be moving, but. Doesn't mean that your world's rocking, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway. Can we talk a minute? We we went right past UFO that seemed to pull Newton over. And I know that was part of Adam's thing, but why the hell did they look like weird green ducks, but not? Because he got them from the the stupid magazine. That's probably the bad illustration they had in there. Well, yeah, because the Kraken, it was like, it's fate. It has a face that looked like a regular face. And all the tentacles coming out of its head. Exactly. It's like that was it's just weird. Weird. Creepy. Very weird. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know we're kind of jumping around because all I can think of is like all this crazy stuff. But when they bring poor Newton to see Anathema, did I say it right this time? Oh, yep. woohoo. That's when Adam seems to be drawn to the photo of the beast. And he starts yes. hearing things. It's the voices. And I'm like, Ah, crap, things are going to go bad. And they kind of did start going bad. Yes, absolutely. But, yeah, absolutely. He was getting, like, really irritated, we'll say, with his friends. Like, I didn't tell you you could leave. Yeah, and just getting really kind of abusive about the whole thing. Right. And honestly, I really thought the little girl, I'm sorry, her name escapes me, 
was kind of looking uh-huh. like, I didn't ask you if I could leave. Right. Because she seems to be the one that would stand up to Adam above all the rest. And I think he needs that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, he kind of, I mean, he needs kind of the voice saying, you know what? You don't have to do everything that you say. Right. Now. I and mean, that's okay. I can, we can do different things. Right. Now, will it work out? Eh, what we've seen at the end, not so much, but hopefully things will slightly turn like it'll dawn on what he's doing, but we'll see. But before absolutely. we really dive in there, we have to talk about Crawley opening up his safe. And yes. The container. Because he's been threatened, and now he's going to war. Yes. And I... And if you go to war, you need a weapon. Was not 100% that it was going to really be holy water. I love all the percussion takes. <laughs> so he's got the, the heavy rubber gloves, the forge tongs almost to use to pour it out, to, and then he, he sets heavy, it up. like, leather apron and everything. Yes. I was like, okay, so... Please tell me that this is just this wasn't just fetish where he had that in his apartment. <laughs> you never know. Crowley's kind of yeah. Cosplaying as an early Trent Reznor, who knows? <laughs> and I love the fact that he sets it up over the door. Right, 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 right. Very home alone. Which is actually straight from the book. Oh, is it? Yeah. Just like straight up prank kind of thing. Precisely. And then the holy water just jumps on the poor guy's head. I was assuming that he was going to end up taking both out because of Splashback. Yeah, not so much. And then, I, I, knew that, I knew that that would not happen. Right. And then you got Hazard freaking the freak out. Yes, I loved it. And when he's holding the spray bottle, he's like the cheapest one on the market. But it's very effective. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks for telling us that part. Because we needed to know that. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of dangerous, him holding it. What's he going to do? And I love it. Do you Just wait for that to awful? leak a little bit. And it leaked on his finger, and it's like, yeah, I do feel lucky. Let me break that. And then we got a whole weird thing happening, because you get Aziraphale calling, and he's like, uh, yeah, okay, not a good time, gotta call you back, bye. Hangs up, then picks up his cell phone and dials, and we see Crowley disappear into the phone. Yep. And as this happens, Hester's like, no, I don't think so, coming after you too. Yes, and so, but he ends up getting him sucked into the tape, into the, uh, I mean, it kind of dates it a little bit, I guess. Because he has a tape voicemail machine. That's old as hell. Answering machine. I mean, I'm looking at it going, oh, okay. I mean, granted, he also has, they are all talking on corded phones, too, so. But he had a cell, he had a smartphone. He did, but he also had a corded phone. I know, it's so weird. He, they never, they, maybe they don't update all that often. But doing that, then we also get the weird going back with. How many angels can dance on a head of the pin? And apparently angels don't yeah. dance. Correct. Except Azarephal. Except for Azarephal, who took some lessons back in the 1900s. Which was or the 19th century. So funny. But demons dance, although not well. Yes. It looked like a weird cross between disco and, I don't know. I don't know. Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just fun how they kind of threw that in. Because it just felt like that wasn't needed, but it was fun that they did. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. And then we start having more craziness happen because suddenly we have a Zarephal like being assaulted on the street by three angels. And I love it. He's yes. like, You are bad angels. I really thought he was gonna say something else. But he but Aziraphale doesn't curse. Well something's He's a good per- out later. Well, yeah, yes. And he gets so we get we go back to Adam and not wanting to move. Not wanting to leave, have his friends leave. 
and going a little bit into Christ Thomas. Yes. Taking his friends when they're talking to each other because they weren't around him. And they're like, I didn't think he was going to let us leave. And they're like, I know that sounds stupid, but I was kind of scared. And suddenly he's there. It's like, yeah, okay, Michael Myers. Because that wasn't yeah, creepy on. all of a sudden. I half expected, down the evil. I half expected the dog to kind of change a little and the kids to see it. But the thing is, Adam thinks of the dog as the, what, the shape the dog is in. So the, the dog's dog not going to change. Dog is dog, which is kind of cool. But he's like... Forcing his friends into a place where they don't want to be, where it's like, yes, it's their playground, but they can't move. It's like, they're freaking out, and he just seems to get more and more pissed. It's like, this does not feel like we're going in the right direction. Exactly. Adam, very not happy with this, because as they're trying to tell him, listen, just let us go. I don't like this game. He's like, shut up, all of you stop speaking, and zip. There goes their yeah, mouth. And all of a sudden, we've got the Beetlejuice, right? I honestly thought that was going to kind of snap him out of it. Like, oh, crap, what did I do? What did I do? Yeah, no, sadly not. So we have a Seraphel and Crowley not there yet, and Adam going a little crazy. His friends yep. can't talk him into anything. So what are we going to do? Well, we're not getting a whole lot happening since the Witchfinder and the Witch are getting it on. And apparently setting well, maps on fire. Everything's going a little bit crazy with the weather. Yes. And suddenly, Azarevel is trying to contact the head office, the highest authority. Yes, and not doing so well with that. No, because he gets Metatron. Yes. The, the voice of God. Yes. Which is kind of like getting God's answering service. Yeah. That's what I figured, especially when he's trying to explain everything. And he's like, no, this is what we want. It's like, all right, obviously you're not listening to me. The war is good. No, war bad. Uh, Things are not going the way we want to go. Not at all. And it only gets worse because Shadwell had decided to come and try to get some more money. And he sees Aziraphale doing a demonic ritual. Uh, You are so stupid. Shut (laughs) up. It doesn't. and, And he... Decides that he's going to commit, perform an exorcism right then and there with his finger. He had a break in. It's like, way to go. And poor Xerophil stumbles back. And this is when he actually swears. It doesn't even cut it off. I thought it might, but no, he just dropped the F-bomb full on. Yep. And now he's... Just incorporated. Yes. He was taken through the gateway. So what does this mean for us? Because Crawley's still here. Yep. Antichrist is still here. We have Shadwell yep. not knowing his head from What's a hole do? in the ground, but he's still nope. here. Aziraphale is not around at the moment. We're in trouble. Yeah, things are bad. Things are not looking... And only two episodes to resolve everything. I know. I and don't... the four horsemen are, are have been summoned. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know what's happening. Oh, and Aziraphale's bookshop caught on fire. Oh, my God. I don't know. You know what? All right. That was I probably the most threatening thing of all. Because that was so upsetting. As Absolutely. a book lover... Oh, without question. Oh, God. And I'm like, is that the good nice prophecy? I was like, is that officially the prophecy book that was going up first? Oh, absolutely. Oh, no. And The Sound of Music. (laughs) First edition. That one I was okay with. But in general, I'm like, oh, my heart hurts. Those books. Why? I don't care if they're props. That hurts. Like when you see decorations made out of books. It's like, no, no, you don't do that to books. You don't burn them. You don't yeah, burn exactly. them. You don't tear them apart. I was very upset. So I was trying to block that part out. Sorry. Oh, I may never get past that. 
And if Azeraphale ever comes back, he sure as hell is not getting past that. Ist. Ooh. Shadwell better hide forever. Oh my so, goodness. Anyway. So I, I, I did enjoy this. I didn't enjoy this as much as the last episode because the last episode was really hard to top with them going through time. Oh, that uh, was great. But it was still a strong episode. Still really enjoyed it. I really did enjoy, like, the build. And like we said, the awkwardness of some of the scenes. I don't know because I feel like in two hours, I don't know where how we're finishing this. How big is the actual book? It's not that big. Okay. Is it like Hobbit big? No. It's like it's less than that. It's like Oh, really? I'd have to find it. Oh, like we okay. Just, I think we just bought a copy, too. <laughs> it's a quick read. Oh, okay. And there's stuff in the book that isn't covered in, in this series, for example. Interesting. So, for I mean, this is not really spoiler, I don't think. There is a, a whole other set. Uh, there's another four horsemen of the apocalypse. An additional so, four? There's an additional four who decide to hang out with the main four. Oh, my goodness. And there's a whole thing about them following after them. They don't come to a good end because they weren't actually in the prophecy at all. Oh, it, really? Not being in the prophecy means not good things for anybody else. Ah, interesting. So, yeah, no, it's, it, I mean, it does pew pretty closely to the book, but there are some necessary differences. Well, I'm assuming time-wise, the way they adjust for the time it was mm-hmm. written to now. Yep. And we didn't get anybody saying it was ineffable. I can't say Correct. that. Ineffable. I wait. I just added a syllable. Whatever. You guys know what I mean. Nobody said it this time. So, all right. I think that's about it. I think it is. I liked it. You liked it. We have two more episodes. I'm just distraught about the bookstore. But anyway, you know what we feel. What do you guys think about this? Shoot us an email at contact us at fangirlzone.com or head over to the website www.fangirlzone.com. You can hit our contacts page. And let us know how you feel on any of the myriad of ways there. Now, that's how you can always find me because all my stuff's there. And you can find Gomez myriad of ways as well. Broadswordsandblasters.com is the best way to do it. Also on Twitter at Swords and Blast. And new issues coming out next month. We're currently busy getting that all put together. And are we all have an open submission period coming up October 1st. And remember, this is a magazine. Things can't be made up there. Of course not. <laughs> and for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am sh- I'm sorry, this is not Sci-Fi Talk. Uh, this is Good Omens. <laughs> oh, okay, I think the bourbon kicked in. For this episode go. of Good Omens, I am Sean Pangrelas. And I'm Gomez, not Adams. And until next time. Ciao.